I think the anus stays distended longer. That's why people use butt plugs. It, it collapses down like reasonably quickly, but not, you know, I mean, it would depend on how uh, the, the number of minutes before this guy got with her that he'd been cuckolded. The cuckold time. Right. Hello, and thanks for joining us on Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with an unusual combination of frankness, honesty, and humor. We have our usual assortment of outrageous topics today, including a discussion about someone's girlfriend who can't tell when her boyfriend's penis is inside of her, and of course, our usual porn viewing and analysis segment. But first, I am Keith. My co-host is Mike. Happy 2022, Mike. Happy 2022 to you, Keith. I, I noticed how you snuck in that topic about the small penis guy. That's that's your friend, right? The small. Okay, we haven't gotten to the topic yet. But, uh, <laughs> we, we will. We will. We will soon. My, uh, my friend. I'm asking for a friend. Yeah, okay, go on. <laughs> it's now time for the reminder that you could ask us questions or uh, give us feedback at ymmvpod at gmail.com. We pay $10 for everything we receive at that address. Just let us know how you'd like to be paid in our email. Uh, let's do the porn segment first, and then we'll get to the... A uh, girl who can't feel when her boyfriend is inside of her. Uh, what do you have for us today, Mike? All right. Well, we haven't uh, <clears throat> done this for a couple of weeks, uh, but uh, we'll, we'll have this in the show notes. New listeners can, of course, go to the show notes and get the link. And we urge you to follow along. We're going to open this video and go to 30 seconds in, and okay. then we'll count down. Uh, Keith has not seen it at all. Um, and can, we'll commentate. I can see the thumbnail and the title, and I, I, I can see what's coming here, but I, I won't spoil it. She has it. a nice Apple Watch on. Uh, <laughs> she does. With the pink band. Nice product placement there. Uh, so mm -hmm. yeah, we'll, uh, I'll narrate a bit of it, and then we can discuss it afterward. So okay. let me know when you're ready, Keith. All right. I'm going to start this in three, two, one, starting. So it's a woman with a nice pink banded Apple Watch. She's uh, kind of doing a gymnastics pose where she is able to lick her own vulva. That's the surprising part of this. She's like right. completely bent over. She's now sort of rubbing it with her fingers and looking longingly at the camera. She obviously isn't that comfortable. And now she's just going in for another taste. Unclear whether this is enjoyable. My guess is no. Kind of using yeah, her. She's like a part really long trick. yellow fingernails too. Yeah. All right. Why don't we pause it? Okay. So Keith, how many times have you been with a woman who can do this? Uh, un determinable indeterminate but i'm guessing zero this doesn't seem like an easy uh this 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 woman is very bendy very flexible i got curious about this because there's so many videos of men doing something similar or the, the male equivalent of this of course it's easier for a man and much easier for the men yeah for the men in the in the audience i don't know if we've done this before but i encourage you to just as like a thought experiment, get a uh, regular sheet of paper, which is about eight and a half inches wide. You can make it into a cylinder by just sort of rolling it up and then take that cylinder. And actually a woman could do this too and just put it, put it against your, pointing out from your crotch, right? And that gives you an idea of a large, you know, a rather large penis where it would go out to. And you'll notice that if you do that, like you could totally lick it like an ice cream cone, like even if you're not that flexible. Um, if Keith is trying right now, uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I could reach. Uh, yeah, I, or can reach. I, I, I think I'm comfortable right. revealing that my penis is shorter than eight and a half inches. Yeah, so I mean, a problem that men have, of course, is like when you kind of do that to your body. Like, and this would be true for this woman too. Like, your pelvis kind of naturally shifts away from you a little bit, so it's mm -hmm. actually a little harder than that. 
uh, your stomach gets in the way depending on how many uh, crunches you do every day and how low your body fat percentage is. This woman's obviously is quite low to have very little in the in the way there. Yeah, she's very um, flexible but, too. But this would just be essentially a person being able to do that with a zero inch penis. So that's um, that's pretty remarkable. By the way, I mean th- this is one way. One way you know that there's some kind of hard limit on the length of men's penises is this: like if a guy has a you know 15 inch penis, like you could take two sheets of paper and do that, or or, or make the paper lengthwise 11 inches, and then it's like just slapping you in the face constantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just so big. Right. And that's how you know that like people who say their penis is that big are probably not telling the truth. Well, yeah, also because that's like seven standard deviations above the mean and average length. So, uh, auto, what is this called? Auto cunninglingus? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I know it's called auto fellatio when you can give yourself a blowjob. Would you think that the percentage of p- women who can auto go down on themselves is greater or less than the percentage of men who can? Substantially less just because it's so much more of a physical feat. Yes. But of course, women are more flexible. Yeah, in general, that's true. But I mean, I think like this. Let's say this: like there, there is a subreddit dedicated to this. I can't, I can't remember the name. Maybe somebody could email in and remind me. Yeah, but uh, there, there is actually. It might be auto, auto, the auto cunnilingus subreddit, maybe. Mm-hmm. And essentially, basically, every video in there is fake. And the way they fake it is they just have two women, and so then they, and then they sort of do the angle so that like. Uh, you can sort of imagine it's basically one woman is sort of like leaned over and then the other woman's body is the pelvis part and with her legs kind of up and you and then they kind of crop the image in a way is there to enough make it demand? To tell. Is there enough demand for auto cunning lingus content that people are compelled to fake it? There apparently yes, but I don't think there is much demand for this for a variety of reasons including like there's no women that are into it because it's obviously it, much like the male equivalent it's not actually that pleasurable that How activity. do you know that, Mike? Which one? How do you know that it's not pleasurable to autofillate? Uh, I mean, everybody <laughs> online says that it's uh, more like giving a blow than receiving one, and it makes sense to me. I mean, it's so like you're you're having to sort of crunch your body together like that. Have, have you ever autofillated? <laughs> oh, I see. I see. We're really. I not really, not really. When I was uh, when I was in high <laughs> school, I was ex- I was extremely flexible, and I could sort of get yes, down there I, to the point I, where like I could touch it with my tongue i remember i remember you it. mentioning this like 10 years ago yes uh, yes but it, but not like it like but yeah i mean the point is like you could just like it was more of like a oh can i do this kind of thing but it okay. wasn't in you any way actually, uh, pleasurable you couldn't you couldn't try to give yourself a, a good blowjob because you couldn't it, it was what you couldn't actually reach and you, can you speculate about whether if you could reach how it would have felt bad because because i mean you're you're uh you would be um, curving your spine so much that it just wouldn't, it would just be painful the whole time. Okay. And yeah, you wouldn't. And, and also like another thing to consider is that like, I mean, I've watched, you know, videos of men doing this to themselves and like, it's pretty obvious if you watch the video that it's hard for him to nut, to get the nut out. Hmm. Sorry to, uh, to finish sleeping with his lady. <laughs> Try to say uh, it for the women. You men, men like to just think about it as like, yeah, I gotta get a nut out here. Right. So. Uh, if you could, if you were so flexible that the discomfort from contorting your body wasn't an issue, or if you had, do you know that video game portal? Yeah, sure. Okay. If you had a portal gun where you could just, you know, I don't, I don't know how many of our listeners know this game, but it's, you could 
if it's you could like stick your hole in one hole you could stick your penis in one hole and it would come out the other hole and you wouldn't so you'd, you'd really you'd be effectively blowing yourself without the discomfort of the body contortion do you think that that would be better than masturbating by hand good question um probably probably uh hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I think so, but, um, I don't know. Yeah. The, the, the question would be whether you enjoyed, it's so difficult. I mean, like, like, uh, I think that's not the first thing that I would do if I had such a portal probably. Oh, the first thing is you would auto sodomize. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that would be more, that would be a more complicated usage of the portal because you'd have it to would. like, you'd have to be in a specially set up room. Yeah. It would have to be very narrow so you could thrust in one side of the room. And <laughs> that's then, right penetrate yourself from the other side well you'd have to but when as you thrust in you'd be moving your anus forward so you actually wouldn't it would, it would you actually i think you would just be missing constantly because you're oh, your butt that's a great your point penis would, would you, move forward you, the wall itself would have to move as you as you thrust it yeah i think uh, so what i think is, is pretty if that funny were, but most people don't know what portal is so um <laughs> maybe we should move on sure um yeah and then yeah i mean do you think any women can Bring themselves to orgasm? Probably. I mean, and any is a large set, right? There's four billion women on the planet. Uh, sure. I mean, if you, especially if you involved a vibrator, I'm well, sure it's possible. But it's you know, not no. I want to know. I want to know if they can auto cunninglingus themselves to orgasm. I'm sure. Do you they know, can. there's no, there's no G in that word, right? You know that. Oh, how do you spell cunninglingus? C u n n i l i n g u s, like cunt lingus. Like lingus is the tongue. Cunny, cunt. cunny lingus. Yeah, I was saying it right. Yeah, there is no a G. G. Yes, there is. You there's, just said a G. No, there, there is no G. What cunny. am I missing? You, this is not good content. Keith, I know but it's C- not, but, but we're, we're here now. So Okay, fine. Cun, the word is cunnilingus. C-U-N-N-I-L-I-N-G-U-S. Cunnilingus. That's a G. You just said G. Oh, sorry. There's no G. But you're right. There's no G <laughs> after the C-U-N-N-I-N. Okay. There's no, it's not cunning. It's not cunning. Right, right, right. We're pronouncing right. it like cunning linguist. Cunny linguist. Okay. All right. Fine. Exactly. Yes. All right. You're right. There is a G. Boy, this, this last five minutes here has been really, really terrific between portal and how yes. to spell cunning linguist. All right. So uh, I wonder if this woman can bring herself to Oregon. Oh, look, obviously, if the, the dominant case is they're just doing it as a parlor trick. And of course, I'm surprised in the. This this link is on X videos, and X videos has some you know recommendations for other things I might like to watch. And there's a couple other women here who look like they're attempting the same trick. Yes, if you're really clever, you can find the women trying to do analingus, auto analingus. No, that's that's a bridge too no, far. That can't be done. I made that up. Okay. It can't okay. be done. No. I mean, I bet there's a not. I'm just looking at the anatomy of this of the girl in this thumbnail here. She can't. She she can barely reach the top of her vagina. But if she could go another two inches or three, I guess it's it's like four maybe. How wait? How, how long read. do you th- how long do you think a vagina is, or like a vulva from top <laughs> to bottom? The gap from the uh, from the clit to the anus, or just from the clit to the bottom of the vagina? Yeah, the second one. Um. About that much? Is that how how much is that? Is that four inches? Is that three inches? Nobody can see what you're doing. Oh, I know, you you're can, doing three though. inches? I yeah, think okay. That's three inches. I was looking it up. I think it, I think it's I think it's longer than you think. That would be my take generally. Yeah. Uh yeah. All right. So the distance to the asshole might be 
too far for people to be able to auto. Uh, what is it called when you eat ass? Is there a is there a euphemism? Analingus. Analingus. <laughs> yeah. The issue with searching this is that when you look for vaginal length, you always find, or even vulval length, you find the depth because yeah. that's what everybody's interested in. Nobody wants to talk about like the actual length. Maybe we could have um, a female guest listener measure it for us. Hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. Let me. Uh, okay, I've, I've I've written it down. We we have that. So, all right, let's move on to our first topic of the day. Um, this post on Reddit was removed and removed it and set it or whatever it was that the the two services that allowed you to see deleted Reddit posts have been shut down. So I had to go to the way shut down. Yes, they're both unavailable now. So I had to go to the Wayback Weird. Machine. And this post was NSFW. So going to the Wayback Machine wasn't enough. I had to, because when posts are NSFW on Reddit, there's a pop-up that you have to click to make it go away. But of course, JavaScript doesn't work on the Wayback Machine. So I had to view the source on the Wayback Machine and really do some forensics to resurrect this post. But uh, I've done it for you and our listeners. Are you ready? Sure, this may be a difficult listener. This may be a difficult question to put in the show notes for users then. For the yeah, listeners then, so. it will be. That's sort of why I brought it up. But also, I want you guys to appreciate the work that we do. Uh, That's good. Pre-show here. So this person says, background, been dating a girl for a few months and things are great. We have great chemistry, have sex pretty much daily, and often talk about our future together. Definitely the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. Although the sex has been great, I did notice from the beginning that she is a little wide down there. She's a taller girl than I'm used to, so I guess it's just a proportions thing. <laughs> and she isn't so loose that sex doesn't feel good. That means I often take longer to come. I, and I want to get back to that, but there's a, there's a, there's a few things I want to talk about here. But let me let me go on. But last night something happened that I worry I can't recover from. We were mid-sex, kind of paused, and just talking with my member chilling inside of her, still erect. I pointed out how weird an X-ray would look with me inside of her, and she gave me a confused look and blurted out, "Wait, you aren't inside of me." She immediately realized what she'd said, and while we laughed it off at first, I was pretty troubled, and things have been uncomfortable ever since, with her apologizing and trying to reassure me that she loved having sex with me, and me being unable to look her in the eye. Maybe I'm an insecure mess, but I consider myself a confident guy, so this seems out of character. What bothers me is twofold. I always consider myself at least average in the dick department, close to six inch length uh, by almost five inches thick. But now I have my doubts, and more importantly, I feel tricked by her sexual advances slash moaning in bed slash all the indications that PIV felt good for her. It's so embarrassing to think that all those times we went at it and I was feeling like a champ, she didn't feel a thing. Almost done here. I have also become acutely aware that I've never made any of my partners orgasm with PIV, which is not something I have ever even have thought to, as I'm pretty diligent about taking care of my ladies orally. I'm seriously considering ending things over this, which feels stupid, but I also can't imagine this not ruining all future sex with her, which is a really important part of a relationship. Okay. Do you have any initial reactions here? Uh, yeah. I mean, this guy's very uh, confident. He's not insecure at all. Right, 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 right. Yeah. P- posting this on Reddit does not uh, completely betray everything he says in his post. Uh, so there are three things I want to flag here. One, are tall people less tight? Two, is he right to wonder if all sex has been performative? And three, are immobile penises hard to feel. So let's let's go down the down the list here. Are tall people less tight? Do tall people have bigger vaginas? Yeah, probably. Although yeah, I don't know. It's a good question because I mean like I don't necessarily know if bigger people have larger or smaller babies. 
And it seems like that would be the more determinant factor there, right? Although maybe not, maybe I well, I'm sure the that probably beta size corresponds to at least correlates to body size. Maybe not. Actually, I don't know. Do do bigger people have larger fetuses on on average? Certainly fetuses? they have larger they have larger children on average, but when they're born, are they larger? Okay. Yeah, I don't know the answer to that. Are their vaginas yeah. bigger? I don't I mean I like it's you know, it's probably probably not, and, and even if it were the case, it would probably be not be sufficient to make a difference. And also, like, why not? I mean, a tall woman is six foot, and a short woman is four nine. That's a pretty big difference. In uh, if if everything's proportional, that could be a potentially big difference. Sure. I mean, there's another issue here. I mean, it's not a not the perfect analogy, but I mean, you would never accuse different sized people of having different size anuses. And the reason why is you'd say, well, the anus like contracts, right? And like, well, it's not exactly the same. There's a directionally similar thing, which is like, look, <clears throat> it's not like a any size woman has like a gaping hole in there when there's nothing going on, right? When they're just sitting in a chair somewhere, right? I mean, it's always sort of collapsed down. And so like, you're not like this notion of like there being like a width or a size like that is a little bit of a misnomer, right? It's funny that um, we've discussed both length and width of vulva in the first 17 minutes here. Sure. Yeah, but I, I so I don't really, yeah, I don't think, and yeah, it's, but I, so I, I think the answer effectively would be no. Like it's not, I don't, I don't, I don't personally think it's, okay, it's different in a way that's going to be meaningful to the guy. I think the answer might be yes, but it doesn't matter. Okay. Well, that's effectively no, right? Because it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it pinches shut in all people. And so, you know, and I would guess the elasticity is about the same. And so well, if it's- pinches, a, pinches is not the right word, but sure. It, uh, yeah, it's it not. Collapses. It collapses. Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. Two, is he right to wonder if all sex has been performative? So this is completely unrelated to right and stuff. So but, yes, he's right. And it has been is the answer. But so many women- you know, moan and I don't think, I think she would say, well, okay. All right, fine. Hold on. Let, all right. Let, let me just put like a, a pause in number two here and let's, let's litigate number three for uh, next, which is our immobile penis is hard to feel. Yes. Okay. So maybe it's not that everything was performative. Because it was mobile. Yeah. I mean, his pen- when she said she couldn't feel that he was inside of her, his penis was immobile. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's right. That's right. Like, I mean, we've, we've yeah, I mean, talked like, about this before. Like you can't feel when a tampon's, you know, women don't like actively feel a tampon inside of them. Well, that's sort of different. That's sort of different because it's like the, look, most of the sensation is like near the surface is near the opening. Ah, okay. And so the issue there is I know where you're going here, but the interior, on. right. And so then it's like, okay, so if the, but, but all that being said, so there is more sensation near the opening. However, if you are just sitting there not motionless, you know, you're going to habituate naturally to the motion, just like the guy would too, right? I mean, like you're not going to if you're motionless, the guy is also not really feeling anything, right? I suppose. I don't think I would be confused about whether I'm inside somebody or not. Yeah, and I don't think they would be confused about that either. So when they say they don't feel anything, it's I think that's like they they don't feel anything like kind of extraordinary or out of the out of the ordinary. Or I mean, she like said, that. "Wait, you aren't inside me," and this guy claims he's six inches. 
Well, that's different. Okay, that's so. Yeah, so so as to whether she whether it's possible for her to literally not know if the guy's inside her, like mm-hmm. that's more aggressive. That's a more aggressive uh, claim uh, situation. Yeah, maybe look, maybe she's like maybe maybe <laughs> she has some some guy that like does fisting on her like before their sessions. Uh, if you fist, if you put a fist in there, it's going to be a lot broader. Maybe she's using dilators or. Uh, has it some collapses conditions. down pretty quickly. I think the anus stays distended longer. That's why people use butt plugs. It, it collapses down like reasonably quickly, but not, you know, I mean, it would depend on how uh, the, the number of minutes before this guy got with her that he'd been cuckolded, the cuckold time. Right. right. I, would, ex- I so. would expect a vagina to close somewhere in between a Venus flytrap and <laughs> those doors in uh, Star Wars. You know the trash compactor, so somewhere between milliseconds and ten seconds. Oh no 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 no! It's much longer. No 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 no. You can if you if you sort of distend it out, it'll take a while, like an hour or two. An hour or two? Yeah. Like if you gate that thing out, definitely. You know those shows where they like put as many ping pong balls in as they can. I think they. I think the best. I think the best one would be typically done in Thailand. I think the best example would just be fisting. Okay, fine. Does the magnitude of the distension affect how quickly it collapses? I'm sure. Yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. I mean, but you can, yeah, you can, you can, look, you can stretch out the human body so that it takes a while for it to collect its thoughts and go back yeah, together. Okay. All right. I think, okay. So I think our intuitions on one and three here are about the same. Now, is he right to wonder if all sex has been performative? So his concern, let me, let me clarify what I think his concern is. She said that she couldn't feel him. He is extending that to thinking that like, you know, maybe she can never feel him and all of her moaning and, and expression that she's enjoying sex has always been performative. I think, yeah, that's, I think that's a reasonable concern for him to have, but I, I don't think that's what happened. I think basically, I also think that's normal. Like, it's like, it's like, I think that, I think that, that think no women I think, enjoy sex. No, no. I think it feels good, but it's not like it's, doesn't feel good for the woman. PIV doesn't feel good for the woman in the way it feels for the, it feels good for the man, right? It's not like it feels a build, pretty good for the man, right? So that's my point. It's, it wouldn't need to be know. that much worse to be very different. Uh, wouldn't need to be that. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. You're saying like even if it was a little worse, it would still be really compelling. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I am saying that, but yeah, there's <laughs> there's a big gap between uh, the best feeling in the world and everything else, right? So you know, it's possible that women fall far or near to the left on that spectrum. I, I don't, my guess is that women are sensitive to movement more so than just placement. And so this was just sort of a vocabulary issue between him and his girlfriend and he doesn't need to panic. Do you, do you, but sounds like you might have a different take. I do. I mean, I think that, I think that the, see if you can change my, change my view. I think that the 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 amount the extent to look first of all I think it is pleasurable, it's enjoyable for the woman. However, uh, it the the enjoyment is not as completely physical as it is for men, and so a lot of it is like the closeness to their partner. Mm-hmm. They enjoy him getting pleasure out of it, all these other all these other things, and I think that like the uh, emotiveness of her pleasure has more to do with how much she perceives that being important to her partner than like some sort of intrinsic thing where she can't just stop herself. This is something that I've argued with people a lot because, you know, guys will always yeah. like, you know, 
come at me with like, oh, you know, I had sex with this woman and she did this and this and this and like couldn't she couldn't have been faking and it's not really that she's faking, right? It's that's not exactly right. I mean, there, it's it's like like something could be a subconscious behavior, but still not like directly tied to extreme pleasure, right? Like. Yeah, so it just depends on it's the, it becomes terminological there. But I think the like in my opinion, the experience, like look, in my opinion from talking to men about this and women, what I've noticed is there's a very strong correlation of the stories that you hear between men who have women who are very emotive and men who are sort of insecure. And I know why that is. It's because the women are doing that to make the guy feel better. I see. <laughs> and so then like now this guy is interesting because he sounds sort of insecure. So maybe he's not insecure, I don't know. Like he sounds sort of insecure and the woman's not sort of like building him up, which is a little bit weird. And then he's saying, he's going on to say that like, no women build him up. And you're like, okay, well, that's kind of weird, right? Because he's saying like, he's never given a woman an orgasm, which just means the women are being honest with him via PIV. Women right. are just being honest with him, which is cool. But uh, I think that women be more likely to be more emotive if they felt like the guy needed that or, yeah. And that's not always like, they're not sitting there with a calculator figuring out, you know, how badly the guy needs it. It's a much more like emotional subconscious thing. Yeah, it's going on, on in like background opinion. processing or subconscious processing. Right. That's right. But they, but I don't think like, I don't think they like, look, there, there's a reason, there's a reason why women don't value sex as highly as men do. And it's not just because there, there's a variety of reasons, including the fact that men pursue sex more than women. So therefore women sort of have the upper hand economically in the situation, but it's also because like it's more, uh, primid, primevally, primal, that's the wrong word. It's more primally pleasurable for the guy and more of an urge for him. And for the okay. woman, it's more subtle and they're more interested in emotional contact. This is, I'm talking about, by the way, the typical situation, of course, you can always find a woman who has a much more masculine way of going about things and same for a man opposite. So yeah, naturally. Okay. All right. I generally, well, I don't know if I Okay. That, that is my understanding of what I thought your take on this would be. Let's move on to the next topic. So, sure. Uh, well, there's a couple ways we can go here. There's uh, this incest born thing, and then there's this Oof. MMF threesome thing. Let's do the MMF threesome thing. It's this this sure. one's short and sweet. This it's not MFM, called, it's MMF. Yeah. Well, let me, let me read. Asked, asked wife about having an MFF threesome. And she said she wait, would MF, rather- Wait, you switched it. Oh, Hold no, on. Okay, go on, go Let on. Me, yeah. And she said she would rather have a MMF threesome. Hmm. Uh, that's it. Asked wife about having an MFF threesome, and she said she would rather have a MMF threesome. Now, <laughs> okay. Uh, that's the, that's the, that's the, uh, that's the, that's the thing, right? Like, <laughs> obviously guys would prefer- in general, to have a threesome with two women, and women would prefer to have a threesome with two men. In general, you know, obviously, some people are bisexual. Probably more women are more bisexual. And I disagree you know. with your thing about women would prefer MMF in general. I actually suspect that women would, if they, if the woman has to pick one, I actually think more women would pick MFF. Okay, let me see yeah. if I can uh, ape what I think you would say here. Uh, you think that an extra man in the room is extremely uncompelling in a way that having an extra woman in the world in the room is not. I think it could be. I mean, I think it, it could be compelling. It could be not compelling. And for the woman, like it could, it could be good. But the thing, the, the thing about it is that like the MFF has like the added, like 
I, I think this would be true for men too, if men didn't have sort of like a taboo, a mental taboo. It's not, it's cultural, but only to the, in my opinion, only to the extent that like it's revealing, I think a real uh, aspect of male psychology that like men are more likely to have like a strong bias toward being straight or gay and not, mm-hmm. not that many men are bisexual. Yeah. And, um, and so men for men, like having a second man there, if they're heterosexual is like not great. Whereas for a woman, I think they're much less likely to have that bias. And so then it's just more interesting for them if they have an opportunity to have sex with a woman. Now, that being said, like the, the fear that a woman is going to have and the, a core negative of an MFF or threesome for the woman is like the thing you read sometimes on, on Reddit, which is like, we had a threesome and the guy basically just like only had sex with the other woman. Right. And that's like an obvious downer. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the nightmare scenario, right? Is that. Well, for the man, it's not the nightmare. It's the, uh, it's the dream. Well, it's living the dream. It becomes the nightmare when his actual partner can't ever look at him the same way ever again. But okay. Fine. Uh, the thing I wanted to bring up here is, is there anything that you would do a MMF threesome for? Go, what, like when you say so this anything. Guy, well, so, so, so <laughs> what this woman, what, what this guy is going through is, I think his wife is basically asking for, you know, a quid pro quo. Like she might consider having an MMF threesome with him if he'll consider having a uh mmf threesome with her uh you see this with pegging too right like like a guy will say oh i want to have anal sex with you and she'll say like okay well you have to let me peg you first right there's like this quid quid quo quid pro quo aspect and i and i'm i don't think i'm not enough interested in having a threesome where i would agree to a uh a two-man scenario in order to have one uh, so I was trying to think, like, is there anything, like, is there any sexual thing that I would have a MMF threesome for? And uh, yeah, I can think of some, actually. Uh, Go for it. Let's, let's, I have some comments on the other thing, but let's hear the scenario. And let's, well, I mean, we can, we can, it's uh, almost, the audience and I can set that up for you. <laughs> it's almost like, yeah, like how much would somebody have to pay me to let them sodomize me? And there's some amount of money there. I don't know what it is. And then I can translate that back into some sexual thing that I want in the future. But yeah, I mean, there's lots of, lots of reasons why I would subject myself to sodomization for some sort of future reward. Okay. Okay. So, but it would, it would have to be some sort of like lottery winning or. Yeah. I mean, let's uh, not be crazy, right? Like obviously everyone would do it for a trillion dollars. Almost everyone would do it for a billion. Uh, Most still would do it for a million. And then as, as you as you keep lowering the number, you get to fewer and fewer people that would subject, that would subject themselves to it. And, you know, it depends on their financial situation and (laughs) their uh, by curiousness, but uh, everyone has a number there, right? Yeah, that that's definitely true. I mean, yeah, I was sort of imagining like somebody who had like a standing offer where it was like some amount of money per time and they just have to keep doing it again and again, which I guess is like, well, then it's I just, just describe you're a prostitute. I just yeah, I just describe prostitution. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, but but uh, yeah. So the, so okay. So the, yeah. So the, you're you're basically thinking of like something kind of a little far yeah a little far fetched like the notion that a man would be paid uh, money to do an MMF threesome. Um, the, the thing I was going to bring up is that uh, I view this as a little bit of a trap. It reminds me of the um, 
ethical non-monogamy thing we discussed a couple weeks back, I think, which is like, if you like, it's so much easier to find a third man than it is to find, it's so much easier to find the M than the F. That like, what's really going to happen here is you're going to have the MMF and then that's it. <clears throat> right. Like there's actually like a practical aspect to finding the other female. Yeah. That's kind I mean, of tricky. I, I would definitely want a pledge from my partner that she's going to, you know, make a great faith effort to find a, a second F for our. Yeah. FFM. But it might just be actually difficult depending on like your physical attractiveness, depending on how outgoing you are and so forth. Like it might. Yeah. Also well, like you might. That's why you yeah. shouldn't do part one without having part two guaranteed. So you're, I guess you'd say like, you'd want to do part two first. Yeah. But so uh, would the other person probably. Right. I, yeah. I, I mean, there's so many of these, like, you if know, I was positive that part two is going to happen, I would want to do part two second. Like I would want to do the bad thing first. It's like, uh, when you're, when I'm eating a meal, I, I save dessert for last. So let me, let me ask you this. Like, so this is like what goes in this like alternative lifestyle thing. I, I was on uh, one of these campsites the other day <clears throat> and there was this dude, uh, in, uh, Columbia. And, uh-huh. um, you probably don't know this cause I don't think you frequent these sites very much, but there's a series of countries that, um, are kind of frequent flyers in terms of having. Yeah. I think Venezuela is ladies one, on there. Right? Venezuela has a lot. Colombia, Colombia and Venezuela, Venezuela, I think they might have like internet problems. So Colombia may have like people who've migrated from Venezuela. It's really not a great situation. But I think it's one of the primary destinations people go to there in Peru, maybe. And people, uh, you know, but they have maybe better access to the internet. Maybe there's, it's just like easier to live there. And so they can get a, get a setup and they get on these campsites and like, yeah, I mean, like these people are just obviously spending sort of an aside, but they're just spending, you know, eight hours a day, 12 hours a day, just jamming things inside, in and out of their body parts. Like it's not, I mean, it's, it's a consequence it's, it's, of they, poverty. It's just brutal. Like they, like they're not, they're not enjoying it on any level. Anyway, this was a guy who actually had seemed like there was something that people were generally happy seeming, which was nice. And he had some apartment or house, probably a house in Colombia. He spoke Spanish and English, but he clearly had, he was an American. Mm-hmm. And he said on the stream that he'd like worked in the industry for a while. And he had three, three, probably 18 to 23 year old women with him. And they were cavorting in various ways. And he was not particularly attractive. He was okay. okay. Uh, he was probably in his forties and so forth. Like, yeah. And I mean, that's just what he does. Like, do you find that compelling? Uh, Cause I do. Living with. <laughs> three three beautiful women in their 20s right and like basically this is just what you do like like he's like he's gone to this country and like Uh-oh. he's able you know he's an american he probably he, a they're making money on this campsite but i actually don't think i suspect he just has a certain amount of money that he's saved from his you know working years yeah, it's in like the, the ultimate States. sugar daddy right and he's cruised down there and he's just doing this and like they all seemed i mean look the women are it's a bargain they're not a bargain meaning it's a they they've agreed to do this they're not like they're not there it's not what they forced. dreamed of as little girls, but it's not like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. They all seemed like happy, like as, and I, and I do know, I feel like I have some decent sense of what, like it looks like when the people are unhappy because I have watched these streams from these countries and where it's just like, you know, the guy can't maintain an erection and he's just sort of like jamming a noodle in and out of the woman's, sure, sure, sure. you know, vagina and so forth. Anyway, I was just curious if you find that compelling. Well, the notion of hanging around with a bunch of beautiful women obviously is compelling. There's some long-term and medium-term lifestyle concerns. I mean, living in Colombia could be weird. Uh, not ever being able to have a conversation with 
somebody who is uh, as wise as you might be sort of frustrating. Uh, why, why, but, why would that stop? Why would that be stopped? I mean, there's internet and so forth. That's true. I could still I mean, look, talk, hasn't, hasn't I could COVID still actually, you. yeah, COVID's prevented all uh, actual like interpersonal experiences on some level. So yeah, you're sort of foreclosing on the possibility of having a romantic partner that you uh, oh, that's interesting. respect intellectually. I'm not, I'm not saying Fair it's point. impossible to find somebody with a 20 year age difference that you respect intellectually, but it's difficult. Well, and they're less likely to want to like cavort in a in a house with two other women and so on and so forth. Like those these uh yeah, these um these details of it are, are less likely to work. That's right. I okay. um, so you so you, you find it somewhat compelling, but you would uh not do that. If you, if if somebody offered you, if somebody's like, Hey You could go to Columbia uh, for a year. Yeah, let's yeah, I mean you can imagine somebody setting a business up, but like just imagine like you yeah, you you had a very clear line of sight to doing this. There was, you know, it was very clear you would not like take that guy's place. How much time a day is he spending camming? I don't think that's how he's making money. I think they were just like because in the reason no, I I'm say not that about is the because the money aspect. I'm worried about the uh amount of time camming. I don't want to do that all day. I want to do other things with my Just to be clear, parent. like I think I don't think that um I'm interested in what else you would do with your harem, but I don't think that like, I think the cam could have not been broadcasting to the internet. Like, I think they were just doing that for fun. Like, I don't think, I don't think it was a revenue driver. I don't think yeah, why does he care? doing it. He has enough money to have these three women hang out with him. He doesn't, need I think to, he's just showing to, off. He just beg for tokens on Chatterbait, right? I think he enjoys the social validation of like people being like, whoa, look, you've got oh, these three women like licking your nuts or whatever. That's interesting. Right? I, I mean, wonder he's getting some tokens, but but not a yeah. lot. And he was not being pushy. They, you know, some of the cameras, like they, they have these, like, uh, you know, it's just, it's all about the money. It's like, Oh, you know, and if you go on, uh, the, uh, there are various, uh, subreddits about this. Like, it's all about how to get the money. This guy was not one of those people. Right. Okay. Huh. It's getting more compelling, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, hmm. yeah. I mean, I guess my, my concern would be like getting locked into such a situation, but you, you never are. You could always abandon yeah, you have it. A passport. What were the other things you wanted to do with your harem? Oh, I don't know. Take them to museums. Seriously? Uh, no. No, I just meant that uh, I wouldn't want to spend... If 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 one of the conditions of the setup was that I had to spend eight hours camming a day, I, I would definitely turn it down. But if the camming is just incidental, uh, you're asking if it would be interesting to hang out with three beautiful women uh, cavorting, as you say for a year well i mean obviously it would be compelling to do that for a week and then so am i locked in for a full year like like what's the downside here like any everyone would say yes to a week right yeah okay let's say let's say you're locked into a year you're worried you get bored i think so yeah i think i would get bored pretty quickly actually interesting so you'd want I've, to be I've able to been in situations. I've been in situations with online dating where I've had access to sleep with not at the same time, but numerous women in a in a month long period, and it's sort of I don't know interesting intellectually, but it's not really interesting emotionally or even sexually. Like I don't think I felt like I was more sexually satisfied during those months than I am in other months with like a single partner. Okay, so there's some access here, right? I mean, because on so you're maybe toward one end of the axis, and I mean, like uh, we've we've talked about this, but not on the podcast. There's another subreddit. I can't remember the exact name. I think it's called Having Fun Hobbying. Yeah, Having we need to hobbying. we need to discuss that at some point. 
but yeah. Maybe but anyway, it's like these guys who, yeah, they just in general terms of these guys who frequent escorts, right? I mean, they, they make like a lifestyle out of it and they like, just don't, they're not interested in having uh, conversations with their partners. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. The difference between this and sugaring, which is another popular thing that's discussed a lot on Reddit, is that, yeah, they're they're interacting with people who are explicitly prostitutes as opposed to some sort of flimsy setup of a more extended connection that's not just- Right. Sexual. So you don't- You're saying that you would- You think you would tire of even a- Well, yeah. Makes sense. You, you would tire of or be kind of grossed out by a situation where you just have this constant like carousel of beautiful ladies to fuck. Yeah, I think it would get tiresome. All right, but there are. Yeah, I mean, it's worth really saying that there are, say. noting that there are men on the other end of that uh, that spectrum. I'm not sure if we've done a good job answering this guy's little quiz with the MFF and MMF. Uh, oh, thing, the, the, his actual question is boring. He's like, "Oh, what should I do? My wife wants to have a MMF threesome. I mean, our standard threesome advice is, applies here." Look, if he if he, if he goes if he does the MMF, the only thing I would say is don't suck the other guy's cock or put it up your butt because if you do, your woman's going to dump you. Yeah, I mean we've She's seen like, this. Ew. We've seen this dozens of times where the guy does something that is uh, gay and or or culturally considered gay, like blow a guy or have the guy blow him or fuck a guy or have a guy fuck him, and. Yeah, I mean, it can be extremely off-putting for for some women, and sure. it's, that's a risk that I don't think is worth taking. Yeah, people people I'm can not interested be, uh, in those activities generally, but even if I were, uh, I don't think it's worth risking because it could sabotage your marriage or long-term yeah, w- relationship. Women uh, can be extremely progressive on Twitter, but when they're actually watching with their own eyes their husband or boyfriend uh, swallowing another man's cum, yeah, from the from the the spigot, yeah. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, you, it emasculates uh, you, you shouldn't be surprised. It yeah. emasculates you in a yeah, fairly unsurprising way. All right, next topic. Uh, this person says, I am sick of having incest porn shoved in my face. I guess I kind of <laughs> want to boycott mainstream photog- pornography until I don't have to see brother or mother or stepdad on half of the headlines. I'm a kinky person, but I actively try to wrangle my kinks to things that aren't illegal slash shitty or normalize illegal <laughs> things like rape or pedophilia. Any opinions or anecdotes? Welcome. But I'd really like to know not, if there's safe havens out there for this kind of bullshit. So first off, it's not you yeah, really control ahead. your kinks. Like you don't steer your kinks. Maybe you oh, can yeah, a you little can. bit. You've you never seen a Clockwork Orange? I have not seen a Clockwork Orange. It's a big gap <laughs> okay. in my in my uh, AFI 100 you watching. Can, yeah, you can uh, you can do that. But but the, look, uh, I just wanted to to defend in, in defense of like Pornhub and the others uh, st- uh, camps uh, stream. Um, Tube sites, rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys, um, <clears throat> it's usually stepbrother, stepsister, not actual incest. Mm-hmm. They're actually careful to label them so it's not, so it's it's like step. There's a scene in like basically every one of these. So, okay. Deciding if I want to like uh, reveal something here. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are a few porn studios that uh, are very popular. There's one called Sis Loves Me. There's one called, I think it's called Family Ties. Or that was the show with Michael J. Fox in the 80s, right? It was. Justine Bateman. Yeah. Michael J. Fox. I already said that. There's a- I know. I usually think of the woman, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what is she, 70 now or something? Uh, there's a- <laughs> um, 
a number of very popular series that that feature this this incest trope, but every single one of them, like five minutes in, assiduously has a line where they're like, "But you're my brother," or "But you know, but you're my dad." And then, you know, the prisoners will say like stepbrother or stepdad, or we're not really brothers. Like they, they're always, they always go to like painstaking lengths to make sure that that, that, that line occurs every time one of these setups occurs. What's the I thing think, you want to reveal? Well, that I've like, yeah, seen enough of these series. Oh, to it's know, just that. It's not, that it's a, not. I no, I don't you're going to reveal that you're. I don't have a pedophilia or uh, what is it when you, what is it when you, um. Or in, into your yeah, I guess is there a name for that fetish b- being into your siblings? Incest or, or, kink, I don't know. Yeah, okay. It, there's nothing like bestiality or pedophilia or something like that. It's just I don't I'm know. into incest porn. Okay, anyway, um, yeah, they they always go to that length, and I think the reason why it's so common is people do like the sort of uh, taboo aspect. Like I think that amps up orgasms for some people, and I think people like the uh, like the dominance aspect that you get in like the stepdad stepdaughter trope, and so it's just a lazy, it's just lazy writing on the on the on the part of porn writers. And I'm, I'm I was thinking about this when I read this post yesterday. What other way could you create similar dynamics without the incest trope? I mean, there's the schoolgirl, there's the professor schoolgirl thing. But there's, you know, at least as much as that as there is incest stuff. What what other I like this porn I like this porn I saw many years ago where they had a game show and if you lost on the game show, it was women playing, they got like anally raped. Okay. So this is a yeah. This is uh This is the plot of the porn. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, there was like a game show. Do you remember what it's called? Maybe I can look that up later. I don't. I don't. It was a really long time ago, so I doubt it's uh available on any of the current tube sites but yeah just generally like you were asking how you could create like a dominance dynamic and i that's what it came to my mind yeah but that's really contrived right like the the thing with the incest thing is that it's so easy that i think it's just what porn directors fall back on is it i mean i don't like yeah i'm sort of with this reddit poster i don't really it's it's not i'm surprised that so many people click on this like it's like it makes me wonder I mean, there must be some sort of like psychological part of like the Myers Briggs or something that this is targeting that I'm to- totally not aware of. Like, I don't. It's uh, completely foreign to me. Wait, what is what is it in that sentence? What's foreign to you? This uh, the, the the desire to watch this. Like, I'll watch anything. Like, I'll watch. Uh, they have porns where there's like a woman with a horse or a dog. Uh, you know, there's. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's there's some really messed up stuff out there, and I'll oh. watch it just out of curiosity. But this particular one, like, I actually have zero. Like, it's like the other ones. I'm like, oh, hmm, I wonder, I wonder what happens. You just, Wait, <laughs> I want to know. I want to know the this story. Particular, you mean, you mean like ninety percent of porn out there, you just won't watch because ninety percent of porn is not incest. I, okay, maybe it's not ninety, but it's. I think the vast majority, not the vast majority. It's definitely the vast plurality of. It is of like major studio porn has like some sort of like power dynamic trope. They're, the common ones are like boss, secretary, yeah, that's professor, fine. student, sure. and stepdad, stepdaughter. Yeah, like, that last one is the one just that see I can relate to. Who cares? It's just like I'm not watching this for the plot anyway. And it's the oh, same sure. actors that's... doing all these doing all these different plots. It's obviously not really incest and they go to like this like silly they go through this silly exercise to make it clear that it's not really you know, blood incest. 
This so, isn't, I mean, honestly, like why, this, why isn't, people get this isn't the kind this. of stuff that I, I don't consume stuff like this. I know honest. you don't like, consume any professional stuff. produced. Right. Well, no, 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 no. I consume professional stuff. It's just that they try to make it look amateur. I think some That's people get confused about this, but like you'll see on Pornhub, the amateur stuff will sometimes say like, oh, I'm sleeping with my stepbrother. And I think they're doing that not because it's their actual stepbrother, but they think that's what the people want. So they're trying to like SEO their, you know, their, their porn so that, you know, people who are looking for incest porn pick their stuff up. I don't think anyone, okay, some people are probably into incest porn and incest generally, but most people just sort of tolerate it so that they can get to the good stuff, which is watching people having sex on camera. Yeah. I don't, I don't actually have a good theory for this. Like, first of all, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's. The music theory is the writers are Larry, anything, you know. lazy. Uh, you don't need a writer <laughs> for a porn. They always like, have so a little bit of a plot. Yeah, they do. Not the ones I watch. <laughs> yeah, but you're not watching. You're not watching produced porn. You're watching. You mostly watch amateur stuff and chatterbait or whatever it is you do. On chatterbait, the 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 plot is like. Uh, yeah, some guy in Colombia, or like they'll roll a pair of dice when everybody puts in money, and then they'll decide what they're going to do. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Yeah, this, but I mean, look. I mean, yeah. There must be some psychological trait that makes people find this compelling that I just completely am missing. Is it people? Yeah, I, I, we should we should research this more and find out who likes this. I, I've, I've, have you ever encountered somebody who liked this? You're going to say no because people don't sit around talking about porn. You should, folks. You should. Discuss Have porn. I should be ever a... encountered somebody who likes incest porn? Is that a question? Yeah, that's right. I don't think anyone would reveal that. It's like, yeah, it's just not done. It's huh. so it's so uh, taboo. It's not taboo. It's also illegal. I would. Is it? I mean, uh, for its step, it's step, whatever. So it's probably. I mean, I'm not sure if it's actually illegal, and I don't care. But like the, uh, like yeah, I'll reveal, right. I would reveal it if I liked it. I don't know why people wouldn't. Like, who cares? But like, okay, I wouldn't tell my sibling. <laughs> well they would probably already know all right this is getting dark uh next topic yeah. um yeah i think we have time for one more here all right so this person says sure. how can i he's a 33 year old male that's important prepare for a five-day sex-filled weekend in just Sounds two good. weeks i'm 33 year old male going to meet a girl uh, who's a 25 year old female for an extended five-day weekend in which we plan to have as much sex as our hearts and bodies can possibly desire I don't like that sentence construction there, but we're both incredibly excited and excited, exchanging horny ideas and giggles daily. Oh man, this guy. Hmm. All right. You don't like that, right? I don't like the word giggle. I don't like this notion of them like sort of giddily texting each other with this. Because you don't like romantic infatuation. Yeah. It's intimacy. You don't like intimacy. No, it's the idealization of the situation. I I like intimacy. All right. Thing is, she is much younger than me and probably has way more stamina. In preparation to such weekend, (laughs) I've been trying to eat well, sleep well, exercise daily. And by a friend's recommendation, I'm trying to masturbate as little as possible, if at all. But I'd like (laughs) to prepare the... I'd like to prepare my body as much as I can. I'd like to be in my best sexual shape as soon as I get there. Any tips that could help me out? Any particular foods? Any particular exercises? I'm keen to hear ideas and also explore your possible links slash resources. Thanks in advance. Uh, I thought this was mildly apropos to our discussion two weeks ago about how many orgasms could one have in a 24-hour period. Uh, And... The reason why it's apropos to that is 
if you were going for the record, you'd want to prepare yourself somehow. And I was, I was thinking about how one might prepare. I, I agree with the advice that not masturbating, at least for a few days in advance, is probably good advice. Do you think there's some Goldilocks zone? Like, if should you not masturbate for a month, for a week, for a couple of days? Like, what's your intuition? Um, I mean, I don't know. Like, would that... I mean, couldn't you make the opposite argument that like you need to exercise the muscles or something? Yes. That's why I'm asking, like, what's the sweet spot here? I mean, I think my intuition is that would only matter for the first one or two times. And then mm-hmm. beyond that, it like, it's, an, you're going to lose the benefit. Now, of course, if like the day before they meet up, he, he's like, does a marathon set of beat off sessions and does it eight times. Like he's going to be chafed and stuff and it's not going to okay, so, work out. So less than eight times the day before. Yeah. I mean. The thing that, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I mean, right. I, I don't so it's like less than eight. Is it more than one? Like, should you masturbate the day before? What about the day before that? I don't think it matters. Maybe not the day before, but again, I think that's only going to affect the quality of the first time they have sex and it probably won't even matter because he'll be so excited. Right. You know, so it's, it's I yeah, bet. Know. Well, first off, then one of the comments on here says something like the comments in here are generally stupid, but. Like, like here's one from someone who's obviously a woman. Not sure how much you've thought out the whole trip, but also consider what you'll be doing besides having sex. All that stuff around sex can be just as exciting as sex itself. Think of it as like foreplay for the final act. So think about dinner slash lunch ideas. If the weather is nice, think of heading outdoors so we're beautiful. Um, she goes on, but there you, you go. get the idea. Um, but th- yeah, this guy, yeah, this is the comment I was looking for. Some advice I could give is to go in with low expectations. Be happy with one fuck and proceed with caution even in that instance. Sometimes things don't work out quite as planned and can throw the whole experience for a loop. Just be excited to enjoy another's company. So yeah, this notion of <laughs> planning for your eighth orgasm might be a little bit fraught. Like you should just go in and do the best you can. But I think that's actually good advice for this particular person. But yeah, I mean, if you were trying to maximize your number of orgasms you could have in, you know, one day or weekend long period, how would you prepare for it? It can't be, the answer can't be that it wouldn't matter. Like, let's say we had a bet, Mike, and the bet was, you know, I'm going to give you, I don't even know what I would need to like pay you to, to make this kind of bet comp- compelling to you. But let's say, you know, I'll, I'll give you a million dollars. We're going to have a contest to see who can have the most orgasms this weekend. Like, what would you do on the Thursday and Friday leading up? I would just lose. I, I don't think I don't. Yeah, I don't think that I could. Um, I don't think that I could uh, uh, generate enough output to, okay. to compete honor, with you on that. Can you honor the spirit of the question, please? Sure. Uh, okay. What would I do? Um, get a, get a lot of sleep. Uh, yep. Pr- try to be well hydrated. Yep. Um, the, yeah. That, probably. I would probably abstain for a few days beforehand. Mm-hmm. That's probably right. Yeah. If I was. Yeah. It's like uh, tapering before a marathon. You have right. To eat lots of carbs. Yeah, I mean, like you might. I, I, yeah, I'm not totally sure. I'm not totally sure what all of the, all of the uh, strategies I would use would be. I mean, it's I it's think, it's hard for me to get past. Go ahead. Yeah. I think generally the answer is it doesn't much matter, right? Like, yes, don't masturbate a million times the day before, but beyond that, you're talking about eking out a seventh or eighth orgasm, right? Like the first five are going to be relatively easy or, or whatever it is for, for this particular person. You know, maybe it's two, maybe it's five, maybe it's 10, but whatever those like incremental, you know, plus one or plus two are, maybe there are things you can do to help those. But in the main, you're sort of locked into whatever your your sexual ability is. Yeah, I mean, the, the 
the sort of thing that grabs my attention there is like I, I just feel like the it misses the guy is sort of missing the point that like this is going to be more taxing on the woman for a variety of reasons. Um, probably just more physically taxing because there's like more it's the recovery periods probably a little longer for a woman yeah on some level like just physically and then like yeah i mean like she's gonna feel like all this uh, pressure to like uh be super attractive the entire five days and so on and so forth and it's like yeah it's like i don't (laughs) i like i like the idea of the guy just being like oh this is definitely what she wants she just wants to fuck for five days straight it's like i know for sure that's not right right you know she's she's probably mirroring his his attitude and her responses to his texts where he is apparently giggling daily. Oh, yeah. I just see this ending in like some kind of argument, you know, <laughs> some fight fight between them. It's like, yeah, you're not gonna, yeah. this isn't going to go the way you want it to. Yeah. No, look, I think the practical advice for this guy is like lower your expectations about the amount of sex you're going to have and like try to enjoy things beyond that. Don't, don't focus on that. He says, he edits and clarifies like just a small clarification. I'm not worried about being 33. I'm also not worried about my weekend. I'm not worried about my body. I think things will be fine. Even without any prep, this whole post did not come from fear, but from care. Why not prepare? Why not do my very best? Why not? Why not care? Care a lot. But yeah, he's, he misunderstands what's the important. The things that he should partner. care about are different, right? The things he should care about are like how she feels. And well, I mean, look, like th- this is the thing. It's like, it's like, you know, the, the, the way that your body responds, the way that you like psychologically innately respond to this stuff makes sense. So it's like the first time is going to feel great. Second time will feel okay. And then you're going to like actually generally want to do other things. And that goes along with the fact that like it's not going to feel as good and so forth. And so it's like, yeah, putting all this like just generally people like planning to have like a five day long fuck fest is kind of a mistake. Like right. you're just going to like have a headache by day three and feel terrible. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Okay, well, that's an hour. You uh, have any other tidbits you want to drop on our audience? No, uh, uh, no, I think that's good. Next episode's episode fifty. We'll have to plan something special. Yeah, we'll have some big hoorah. So, so then we have a potential guest who might come on. Yeah, so, I think I think she's locked in. I think good. So. We can talk about uh, the, everybody's favorite uh, anal, painful anal porn topic. Yeah, she, why, been- why does she want to talk about that? Do you know? I don't. I do, but I think it'll be better to tease it. Interesting. I'm hoping, I hope it's because, let's see, is it, do I hope it's because she's into it? I think that's what I hope. She's like, this is my favorite. She wants sandpaper style. (laughs) Uh... I will say no more. So that'll do it for episode 49 of Your Mileage May Vary. Email us at ymmvpod at gmail.com with feedback, and we'll pay you $10. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time.